0: With Stephanie and Anna Scheller, I'm Anna,
1: and I'm Stephanie.
0: <laughs> We're a mother. <laughs> you're a dude, dude. We're a mother-daughter team who are passionate. Really, we are about helping you grow your business through sales coaching and training, and any other way we can. On sale on a black belt selling. Hello. <laughs> We can't talk today. It's been a long day, but you know what? This is
1: the joy of getting a podcast with a mother-daughter team because you just get the fun of the comedy.
0: The comedy.
1: Could you imagine what Thanksgiving is like in our house? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, me and Stephanie sitting on our computers while everybody's cooking. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, On Black Belt Selling, we bring guests and we bring phenomenal people, but most of all, we help you grow your business. And actually this particular episode, we're gonna talk just me and Steph about some really key points to help you grow your business in ways you probably haven't thought about. So what we want you to do is run over, don't walk, run to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash black belt selling, and we want you to join our group because in our group we post when these videos go live, these audios go live, but, you know, most importantly, you can interact with our guests. You can interact with us. Hey, that's so much fun. And we
1: just, <laughs> like a circus parker. This um, is
0: today. <laughs> uh, well, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We just want you to join us, please. So go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash black belt selling. And today Dude, so we can stop begging. We're not begging. We're not begging. We're it's not really cool. You'll love it. Go do it. Yeah, just do it, just do it. Also, go to Spreaker and hit the follow button. Let us know that um, you wanna hear us because we're now on iTunes. We're gonna get up on um, Google Play. You need to find us wherever you can. So if you can't get iTunes, start looking for us on Google Play, we'll be there soon. But you know there were so many ideas, Stephanie, of what we could be talking about. And ultimately, I was trying to think of what are some of the most powerful things we can help people with When it comes to growing their business, because um, there's a saying, it's an African proverb and the African proverb says that by yourself, you can go fast, but with others, you can go far. And so today I thought a really important topic, especially because when this particular podcast is going to be airing, it's about, it's the holiday season and it can be so overwhelming when you're trying to do everything yourself today, we're going to talk about how to leverage. How do you get more bang for your buck, so to speak? How do you get more done in the same number of hours in a day? And, and how do you extend your reach? How right. do you extend your reach? So um, Stephanie, what are, um, what are some of the ways that people can leverage? And then we can go deep on maybe two or three of them.
1: Well, so, I mean, okay, so here's the thing about leverage. I actually want to talk about this before we even get into what are some of the ways they can leverage because the key with leverage is that a lot of times people think, okay, I'm going to set up these leverage points and then I'm just going to smile and the world is going to happen for me. And that's mm-hmm. not what leverage is. Think, Okay, so leverage is, you know, I, I, I have a, a, a stick, right? And I want to move a giant boulder. And depending on where I put this little fulcrum will determine on how easily I can move that giant boulder, right? That's what leverage is. I probably did that wrong for moving the giant boulder, but you'd get the point. But here's the thing. (laughs) You have to step on the stick Mm -hmm. and that's what people forget. They think I'm going to set it up. I'm going to get the boulder onto the stick. I'm going to get the stick in place to get the thing in place underneath the stick and it's going to happen. And then they don't put in the actual work to keep the leverage moving once they set it up. And so it does take, we are going to talk about leverage and that's, that's really important, but we're going to talk about it also in terms of, you know, you have to go out and work some of this stuff. So in terms of sales, a couple cool things, um, leverage concepts, the POI concept is a massive point of leverage, especially in sales, using people of influence, And the key with persons of influence is that you don't walk up to somebody cold, right? So you don't sit there and go, oh, you know, Tony Robbins has influence over a lot of my people. I'm going to call the guy and see if he'll promote me. Like these are guys who have leverage and you've got to show them there has to be a relationship there that they want to help work with you, right?
0: Right. And um, well, let's go through a couple more and then I want to come back to POI. So one of the things I'm learning is tell people what you're going to tell them then tell them and then tell them what you told them. So that's our
1: listeners are smart enough. They don't have to, we don't have to do that actually. No. And we're, that's just human nature. All right, go ahead. So we'll talk about POIs. uh,
0: So POIs are one way, another one. And some people are a little squeamish about this, but find joint venture partners. These are people that, especially in sales, they can extend your reach. People that you are complimentary to. So I'm currently working with a gentleman in my corporate housing business. Now, this guy does hotels. I don't care to do hotels. It's a, um, it requires a lot of software. It requires a lot of manpower. But he's got clients that are looking for apartments. So he and I, when he gets those clients, he comes to me and he goes, hey, Anna, let's do this. So now I've been able to, this guy is ex- all over the country. I've extended my reach beyond a small market that only has so much power in it. And then another one is we're not going to go into all of these, but I think this one deserves a just something all on its own, Stephanie. And that's you got to build a team. You have to build a Uh, team. We
1: we can talk a lot about that one in a minute here. yeah, Yeah.
0: And Stephanie and I are like really learning this lesson. Now, because we've been working together for four years, I have to tell you folks that just because we've been working together for four years does not mean that we've properly leveraged even each other. I would say probably. This year has been the most effective year in us really working together and extending Stephanie's reach and also Stephanie extending my reach. So Mm -hmm. we've become a team. I think we're really more like joint venture partners, to be honest, but we are beginning to understand our limits and where our strengths are. And that is our strengths are in going out and talking to people, but it's not in sitting there and filling out invoices and doing paperwork. So you need to find people who love that stuff. There are people that love to do that. Well, so hold on.
1: Cause I would talk about building a team, but we have to tell people what we're going to tell them.
0: Oh, so- sorry. <laughs> I know yeah. we
1: are so bad. We get off. We um, are so bad. All right,
0: the so we're gonna talk about software, APIs, JVs, and that's, the, that's one I want you really to talk about, because I think we, there's a lot of software that can really make a difference in sales for us. So, yeah. um, so let's talk quickly about the POIs. Now, yeah, POI, Is a person of influence right Um, one of the keys oh go ahead no no no, go ahead so there's a key to a person of influence and it it can pretty much be just about anybody but i think a lot of us fall short in that we really don't know who we really want to reach so when you go i had the experience today i i knew exactly who i was looking for i have my ideal client in mind. I know how much money they need to be making. I know uh, what kind of, of resources they're looking for. I know what kind of mindset they're looking for. So when I went to this one POI who happens to be very influential in my hometown and who knows a lot of people, I was very specific. I knew exactly who I was targeting and I knew that he knew, and I was honest with him. I said, You know, Willie, you have these people, you're in contact with these people, would you be willing to help me help them grow their businesses? And he was extremely intrigued with the idea, as a matter of fact, he's wanting to help me. And so, but you gotta be very clear what Mm -hmm. you're looking for, because these people, especially the ones who are reaching into your market, they are busy people and yeah. they don't want you to waste their time. Tell them what you need. Let them know what you're looking for and they'll be happy to help you if they can.
1: Well, yeah, and that, I mean, I think that's the, that's the key to keep in mind with the POIs. A lot of times um, people go, hey, you know, you're, you've got influence. Could you, uh, could you tell people about me? And they're not clear with what they're asking for specifically. Yeah. And there's no real incentive in, for the POI. That's the other thing I see people do all the time. They're like, hey, Steph, could you send your referrals my way? And I'm like, I don't know you. Um, not well enough to. I mean, that happens all the every time I speak. Someone comes up and goes, I want you to send referrals my way for XYZ. I'm like, that's nice. Like, I don't know what you want me to say to that. I'm not just gonna promise to send my referrals or promote you out to my network when you know that's uh that's a huge yes. Yeah. So yes, you have to be clear that keep in mind when you're talking to an influencer, you're talking to somebody who has worked hard to get to where they are. And so be very respectful of that too, I think is one of the big keys um, mm-hmm. and make sure that, you know, they understand, Hey, what is in it for them? Um, and also make it worth their time. Basically. That's what I'm trying to say there. We'll sum it up like that.
0: Mm. Yes, I agree. I agree. Because we all operate from the same premise. What's in it for me? Why, how do I benefit from helping you? And it's really not a selfish thing. We're business people we can't we're not charities we're not nonprofits there has to be a mutually beneficial relationship for the relationship to flourish and right. i look at pois as people who not only can i help not only can they help me but i want to be able to help them and in this particular situation this gentleman he is interested in attending the retreat and so he was very intrigued with the idea and and he's excited about, about learning more. So you want right. to make sure that the people, and, and this is somebody I've had a relationship with for five years. I've never, ever gone to him and asked him to right. let me into his circle. Five years, five
1: That's years. That's five years of building that relationship, adding value to the relationship. These POI, POIs are incredibly powerful. I mean, we yep. had a POI promote out the event, the, uh, the Grow Retreat event. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we literally sold more tickets in that one week than we had ever sold in yeah. a single. Because he sent out one email. All right mm-hmm. that that is that's the power of a poi. Is they can move other people to action. And so, yes, you have to build that relationship with them. And that's the key. It's a great leverage point, but you are going to spend a lot of time getting, you know, our little, our cute little analogy (laughs) and getting the rock in place, getting the stick in place, setting Mm -hmm. it up to really create that leverage and create that movement.
0: And we'll talk more about this in another episode because there's so much more to say about it. But the key to everything in sales is you've got to build relationships. I was actually criticized recently by someone who said, you talk to people too much. And (laughs) so it was a pilot. It was a gentleman who was a pilot. And um, I looked at the person and I said, well, here's the thing, sir. When you get into an airplane and you punch a button, it will do as you say. I can't walk up to somebody, punch the button, and they're going to take a sale. Sales are right. built on relationships and relationships take time. Time.
1: They do plain, plain and simple. There Let's talk about the whole concept of building a team though. Cause I think that is a really, and it's a very overlooked concept in creating leverage. Um, we, you know, that analogy, it's funny. You brought that, that African proverb up. Cause, um, when I first started working with my coach, he used to tell me that one all the time. Hey Steph, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Um, and uh, <laughs> I always remember looking at him and thinking, I'm going to go fast and far alone. Screw you. <laughs> and he does this for Yes. And then, and then what happened this year is I literally reached a point where I could not do it all alone. Like, that was we reached this point where this business grew to the point where it was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I can't do it all. And so here's the point. You, you can start building a team now which fortunately I had, even though I'm a control freak, so I hadn't really like completely let go. But you can start building the team now, or you have the option of waiting until you're flat on your back, sick as a dog, trying to figure out what the heck you are going to do to get your business moving again, because you have worn your body out, broken your body down, and you cannot, literally can't do it anymore. So two options, take your pick.
0: And it's true. And so, as I was saying at the beginning, when I kind of got off track, that you have to look at what your strengths are. So are there tasks and, and look at, so maybe you love social media, you enjoy social media. And I, I'm talking about myself here. I, I enjoy social media. I'm a big Twitter chat person. So if you want to find me, you know, look at the Twitter Smarter, look at USA Biz Party, Microbiz US. I go, in, I go into Twitter chats and I enjoy them. I enjoy them very much. But for a lot of the Twitter, uh, a lot of the tweeting that I do, I actually have a team that does that tweeting for me, you know? And so like the regular stuff, the stuff that I don't really need to be as involved in, they're involved in and they know me well enough that now they can speak in my voice. I've been working with them for about three years. They they can speak in my voice Right. But maybe you're, maybe you're sitting down and going, well, um, it's, it's all of these, this paperwork, it's all of the uh, paperwork that needs leads to fulfillment. Well, you know, if you've closed a deal, you need to realize that not all that money is yours. Some of it you're going to, you need to spend on getting help because here's the thing while you are letting somebody else handle the paperwork, making some phone calls to make things happen, you can be continuing to interact with your client. You can be continuing to work with the client. You can get more referrals. You can benefit them in greater ways. You can right. find out greater needs. You see, your time is better spent with the client, not doing right. all the paperwork for the client. And right. so, so I, what I'm going to recommend is, I know we, sometimes money's tight, but you got to look at it by letting somebody else help you Even if it's just maybe four hours a week, my goodness, you have such power in those four hours a week. And um, we've had Daryl Lyons on here, and he'll tell you, Daryl is an amazing guy, and in his book, 18 to 20, he talks about the importance of outsourcing, because he says, don't underestimate the power of focus. And when we lose our focus because we're doing things that aren't in our skill set, my friend, we are doing ourselves and our clients a disservice and we cannot grow.
1: We really are. We really, and I think, yes, it is, it is scary and it can be frightening to outsource one. You're sitting there going, Oh my gosh, price cost. How do I afford this? It's a chicken and the egg. Do Mm -hmm. I outsource? Do I, do I, you know, I need to outsource in order to grow or do I, how do I do this? So that's a big piece of it. Um, and the key to that one is just outsource bits and pieces. You don't have to hire a full-time $30,000 a year assistant right off the bat. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other, um, I forgot what the other cue was going to be.
0: Well, um, here's the thing, Stephanie, here's a good point. And what we can do, Stephanie, is we can share with our listeners some resources that are not very expensive. So a lot of people jump up on Fiverr. Now, yes, I do enjoy the Canvas stuff. It's really fun, but you know what? That's not my primary skill set. So, when I need Canvas, fun, and now I have a system. So, I've set up my system and I'm paying one of my daughters to now do that for me. Not
1: this daughter.
0: No, not, not her. No, I have another one that's still living at home. And so, she's going to take over making those graphics for me. Now, Fiverr is. You know, you can spend as much or as little money as you want. There's Elance. There are very inexpensive transcript services. So take advantage, look these things up. And and what we'll do is um we'll we'll put together a resource sheet so that you can have an idea of some of the resources that are available that aren't gonna bust your bank, but are gonna really help you stay focused on your skill set so that you can go farther. And these people, they can become great assets to your a lot. A lot, of,
1: a lot of my current large part of my team members started as a small person, like they started as a, a part-timer, a assistant through a service, right? And, and they can grow from there. So never, I mean, there's a lot of ways people think they have to, and this is the other thing, right? We, get, we have sales reps listening to this who are sitting here going, oh, man, I don't make enough money to hire an assistant. Well, yeah, you do, because your assistant can cost as little as 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 bucks a month. I -hmm. mean, you can outsource a lot of tasks from your plate and really free yourself up to grow your business or your your business, you're in sales, you're in business for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You can can outsource it for very, very inexpensive. So yeah, I think a a resource list would be great um, for people to see how many ways and places there are to go to outsource. Um, and
0: that will be in the Facebook group. Oh, by the way, so join us in our Facebook group, and we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Now, there was one other really important idea. We'll we'll talk at some time about joint venture partners because they're very powerful. We're not gonna use that within the scope of today. What we do wanna talk about is how to leverage your time using software. Right.
1: I, you know, the beautiful thing about technology is that you can very easily set something up to uh, reproduce, right? Um, So one piece of software we've been using a lot lately is a program called Loom, L-O-O-M. And one of the beautiful things about Loom is it's built right into the browser. So I literally click it, it starts recording a screen share. And so I can then walk my team through, hey, by the way, you're you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this. As soon as I click stop, it generates a link and I can send it over to a team member instantly. It's a great way to do something once and then have it reproduced. I mean, literally guys, I did this earlier for one of my team members and she went out and she reproduced it 170 some odd times today. Wow. And it took me three minutes to do this loom. Wow. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. And we generated, um, what, 12 hot leads from it. I got 12 leads for three minutes of time. I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool with that. Um,
0: Right. (laughs) Right. And then
1: um, what's another, uh, I just lost one of my favorite softwares. I can't think of what it was now.
0: I'll tell you one that I really like. And uh, a gentleman who introduced me to it was Zach Sexton. So he's been a guest on here. I love Meeting Bird. I love Meeting Bird because when I'm setting aside, when I'm setting up an appointment, I don't have to go hunting and pecking through my calendar. Meetingbird brings it right up and I can look to see what works for me. And then I can send out, I can send out like a poll and ask people to get back with me for what works with them. And then we're not always playing this back and forth chat, which I know everybody does, you know, everybody does it. So Meetingbird's another great piece of software that you can use, especially if you're scheduling appointments with people, you can give them a variety of times to choose from or whatever works or what doesn't work and you can get feedback meeting bird is another great one and then using CRMs oh please please if you're not using a CRM you need to get a CRM there's a couple of them out there that are really good and free 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 I use HubSpot Uh, Mm -hmm. it's a great one Other people use some very inexpensive ones. You use a different one, don't you, Stephanie?
1: Yeah, we just switched to one called Less Annoying CRM. The great thing about Less Annoying CRM is it's a great, I mean, it really is Less Annoying CRM. It's great for very small teams, which is what we've got. We have very, there's only three of us working on sales inside the company. So it's a very small team of salespeople. Um, so we use Less Annoying CRM. The, one of the drawbacks to Less Annoying CRM is it doesn't have like, you know, Salesforce, HubSpot has the ability to build out very detailed uh, reporting. And um, while that's great, the sophistication level can make it very intimidating and complicated for people. And so then they don't use it. Less annoying serum is super easy to use. Um, so it's kind of like a great starter one. And then you can upgrade to, you know, Salesforce or Salesforce is expensive, though. Um, but there's some really good options out there. One of the cool things, uh, I believe HubSpot has it, but I don't think it's in the free section. I think it's in the, uh, I think it's in paid. I know Salesforce has it, but you can also look into programs like Active Campaign um, or the program I'm using is called MixMax. That allows you to um, schedule out email trains, so I can put together a series of you know he, here 's this email, and then depend if they open it, then they get this email if they don 't open it, they get this email so you can put to, i can 't I can't remember what it 's called off the top of my head now but um, we 'll we'll
0: put it in the resources we yeah we'll you put to it. have it because again, this is about providing tools this is about helping you make more sales this is right. about you becoming more efficient so that, um, you know, you can choose your lifestyle. You're not a slave to your business. And that's what really, that's what leverage is about. I am tired of being a slave to my business. I've decided I want a life. And in order to have a life, you have to have leverage in place, software, a team and working with POIs. But there is one caveat, and Stephanie mentioned it at the very beginning, and this is, these things don't work by themselves. Right. You have to invest time in them. But think about, I, I love how you talked about Loom, three minutes turned into 12 leads, 12 hot leads. Right. I mean, that's phenomenal. But she invested the time to right. set up some of these things. It's going to take time. You're going to almost get antsy wishing that you could be doing something else, but discipline yourself to stay focused. When you're working with a team, you have to you have to meet with them. And entrepreneurs, sometimes we're not very good at that because we, we're kind of like the mom that wants to take over the two-year-old tying her shoelace. And we just have to be patient and encourage and help, but we still have to be watchful and we still have to help that person until they're proficient. And even then they just like us require accountability and that's powerful leadership because you you can become a mentor to these people. And also you can eliminate a lot of frustration and get questions answered. I mean, everything we're telling you takes time, but the the reason it's beneficial is because it's time that's going to yield much bigger results than if you, are like our two-year-old children and say, I do it myself.
1: Right. Well, and keep in mind, I always, I walk people through this at every, every time. If you've heard me speak live, you've heard me use this analogy. It takes effort. It takes work. But if you got pen and paper, write this one down because effort stands for earned freedom for overcoming real tempests. And tempest is just a fancy fun word for storms because I needed a T instead of an S. But honestly, (laughs) it does take effort. But when you put the effort in, you earn the freedom to have the life you want for yourself. So you have one question to walk away from this podcast with. Is your life worth the effort it'll take to make it great? And if the answer is yes, you don't let anything stand in your way. And if the answer is no, you should probably figure out what you really want to do with your life. I'm Stephanie here for Anna. We are the Black Belt Sellers of Southwest and Central Texas inviting you to join us in our Facebook group for resources, lists of when we post this, all kinds of fun and cool stuff, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Black Belt Selling. In the meantime, go out there, put the effort in, needed, and make it a great week, guys.